0: There. welcome to You're Doing Fine, Oklahoma, where we explore mysteries, hauntings, and family secrets from the great state of Oklahoma and beyond. I'm Shy
1: And I'm Shanna. We're wannabe mystery solvers and cousins that love to hash out our favorite whodunits during family time. Our husbands are afraid of us,
0: as, as they, they should be. be. Hello,
1: welcome to... You're doing fine, Oklahoma. I'm Shy. I'm Shanna. That was fun. That was a porn starry voice. That was very much a porn starry voice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're a sex operator now.
1: What are your fantasies? (laughs) Tell me. No, don't tell me. Please do not write us. (laughs) Don't. I don't want to know. I'm... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let see if I get it.
0: <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm here to make all of your dreams come true.
1: I'm not. Don't ask. <laughs> Chance, like, I'm not about that. I don't care what your dreams are. <clears throat>
0: God, this cough, this is dumb.
1: It's because Oklahoma is trying to kill us with allergies. The trees are trying to mate, the flowers are trying to mate, everybody's trying to kill us. <sighs> okay it's fine.
0: All right. Well, that was fun. Um so I had to tell I had to tell you that well for one, I am on the TikToks now. <laughs> and I'm addicted.
1: It's really sad. It's a time waster. It it is a colossal time waster. I'm here for it though cuz I, I love a time waste. I'm just like
0: it's it's my wind down time. Yeah before i go to bed but i realize i am now on hoof talk
1: yes same why why do i love watching these dudes do you also love watching uh them not the hoof people obviously but like humans trim other humans gross toenails i know i I can't love it i cannot i'm here for it I can't do it. It's show not. Show me all of your grossest toes. Not in my inbox. Don't send me a DM. Uh, please, but like please don't. on TikTok. <clears throat> show me all of your grossest toes. All of your funkiest ingrown toenails. No. All of your thickest, most. No. No. Lotremond no. toenails. <laughs> show it to me <laughs> do not
0: <Yeah. laughs> um <clears throat> but i am also uh the algorithms have given me for whatever reason there's this the cutest tiktok girl that does um uh labor and delivery um like she does mother-in-laws in the labor room uh-huh. and she does the like True, like, these are true events that went down with mother-in-laws, with husbands, with the women that are having the babies, with sisters, and oh, my God. The best. Why?
1: So now I have, like, an
0: anesthesiologist that likes to talk about
1: crazy stuff. Did your algorithm bring you residency matching? No. For med school? Nope. Okay, for just, like, a week straight, like, two or three weeks ago, it was apparently residency match time okay for college for people that are in med school and they go through this whole fucking process they have to pay money to this system that matches them to their residency program okay to me it sounds like a fucking racket but if you're already like 200 G's into medical school like what's another two grand right, right. yeah <clears throat> so it's this whole process and when apparently it's a huge thing if you get matched to like your top thing, or if you get matched at all, because some of these people did not match. And then it's like a whole, like apparently you get notified if you matched like a week beforehand. They don't tell you where you matched, just if you matched. Then you got to wait. And some of these schools make these people open their match assignments on stage in front of everyone. So it's potentially like, yeah, I matched somewhere, but now I got matched in, I don't know, Timbuktu that I don't want to go to, right. and this was my, la- like, <clears throat> my lowest ranked choice to match to, mm-hmm. and I don't want to fucking go there, and my girlfriend, who's also a resident that I'm at- getting ready to ask her to marry me, got matched somewhere completely different, and it's like, <clears throat> you can tell some of these people open up their match on match day and are like, fix your face, fix your face, fix your face. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, they're standing on stage in front of Jesus and everybody at their med school, their parents, their girlfriends, their, like, boyfriends, their, everyone. And they're opening up their match assignments, and they're just like, "Uh, I got matched to Montana General. Or what the fuck ever, you know? And they're like, "Ah, Yay! And people are like, Cl- yay that's uh, what yeah it's it's a total shit show <laughs> somehow i follow enough doctors and nurses that match day was my algorithm for like a week straight and i'm just sitting there sobbing <laughs> 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 i'm so proud of him he got into johns hopkins he matched at johns hopkins i'm so proud like i don't fucking know these people <clears throat> i don't give a shit where you're <laughs> right <residency. laughs> And I'm like, it's the best. and and a lot of it is like um, women matching because there's a very high, like a lot of females going into residency right now. Nice. So it's a lot of female doctors starting out their residency journey. And it's just like, oh, my God. And I'm like, I'm coming from med school at Harvard and I match to Harvard n- Medical Whatever. Right. For anesthesiology. I'm like, shit, this bitch is going to be a millionaire in five years. Like, she'll have her stuff pay off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, like, that was the whole thing. And then finding out from the doctors that I follow on my TikTok that, like, oh, match day is kind of, it's like a roller coaster. And some people wind up going to therapy just based on match day alone because they make all their plans and they've done all these things to get to, like, Johns Hopkins for, pediatric oncology or whatever but they match to fucking montana for psychiatry or you know it's just a completely different and it throws your shit off and it's like yeah you've already been
0: through so much trying to get just through medical school oh my god
1: yeah that's
0: interesting Yeah. yeah there's just all of the things that for whatever reason i follow a pi i don't know if you've watched the lady that's the pi but she all she does her makeup while she tells
1: true i can't watch people do their makeup while they do stuff because i just don't care enough about makeup
0: i mean i don't either but i like the stories she tells because most of the time it's she's following well so it's either she's following someone's spouse or she's following someone that's trying to screw over the insurance for love that and she catches them. Uh, okay, you'll or have to send, me-
1: send it to it, me. It's
0: really good. So I, I'll i just play them because I don't care about that part either. But I'll play them just to listen to the stories because I'm like, oh,
1: damn. Because anyways. But yeah, so I'm either watching. So what's your, what's your f- top five in your TikTok algorithm?
0: I don't know. How do you know that?
1: Okay, so mine is um, first and foremost, it's real estate. Randomly. Because it's real estate in other states, but I like seeing how other states do stuff. Secondly, uh, lesbian drama. I'm here for it. Oh, all right. Um, thirdly, is not a word, but third is uh, medical, medical stuff. Fourth, politics. Oh, yeah. Fifth, plants.
0: Yeah. So I think, uh, is there a way you can like find that? No, least, I can uh, just
1: tell by oh, how much. Okay video scroll through yeah
0: i know for a hot <laughs> second especially after tennessee was banning all the um drag queens drag queens yeah that for a hot second mine was a lot of political stuff and then finally i was like this is too depressing so i make sure to scroll really fast through them um but that's when i got stuck on the hoof talk and then yeah the, um you know labor and delivery or whatever uh but god bless it <sighs> anyways I'm addicted. It's fine. I'll I just need to be hyper hyper fixated on it for a minute and then I'll get over it.
1: Yeah, that's cuz you have ADHD. Maybe a tad. It's mm-hmm. it's all right.
0: Uh the other thing I wanted to talk about was I went out with my little yogi friends recently for girls' night for my birthday. And um one of my friends who is an avid book reader she's in a book club she's currently trying to write a book um just all things you know and she's just the smartest she's just i just love her dearly she got me a what's this called Chan graphic novel mm-hmm. on the crescent hotel yes and it is the best and i love it um i cannot wait to read it she was she goes i don't know if any of it's true or not but it looked fun and i read the first you know, a few pages, and I was like, "Well, that's all true." So, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like, and it says on the top, "What fall follow, What follows
1: is true." Crescent Hotel. So, I mean, I know I can't wait. We love a graphic novel; mm-hmm. we really do. Harper will want to read it whenever you're done. Okay, I bet. I'm. I just because she's obsessed book. with the Crescent Hotel. Oh, really? Well, yeah. we need to go. We need to go and take her there. I know. Stay I told the night. Her I'd- i'm not staying the night there but i told her i would take her there i told her i would take her to eureka springs to go to the crescent hotel we'll go with you because she's obsessed with it
0: yeah it's fun fun place eureka springs crescent hotel go yes it's it's a fun place so anyways that's what i had for you thank you for letting us just um bullshit for a while yeah whatever because that's what we do. That's what we're here for. What's what we're really good at. Um. Okay. Anything else? Trying mm-hmm. to think. All right. Well, are we ready for our um true crime talking Tuesdays? True crime taco Tuesday. Talking tro talking, talking true, true crime Tuesdays. Tuesdays? <gasps> Girl, I yes. think we just got it. Yes. <sighs> okay well, I got a good one okay uh, and I again, this was on um is it an oldie uh, actually no oh. not that old is it a coldie
1: <sighs> kinder kinder kind of my sister says she loves listening to your episodes the most because she knows that you can't stand a uh, uh unsolved <laughs> she's like every time i listen to a shy episode i know it's gonna be resolved by the end. (laughs) same that's fair i'm just saying i just there's
0: you know i'm all about closure shan i gotta have the closure i get it and when i don't it just really messes with my soul i get it i'm working on it I, i i get it anyways okay all right well let's start you're ready? Yeah, you're ready go. for this. Okay. This is the murder of Shanda Turner.
1: Why does that name sound so familiar?
0: I don't know. You might, I don't know. Maybe you'll maybe it'll ring a bell or something. Okay. Okay. So I was watching um, True Crime. Is it True Crime Daily? Mm-hmm. The that one. Mm-hmm. So that's where I got most of this from. Was there that little, the little YouTube's uh, episode on that, as well as uh, OCS. I'm going to say it wrong. Oklahoma O S C N O S C N. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, the Oklahoma State Court Network. Yes, mm-hmm. I got it from that and the Oklahoma and Pauls Valley. And the Paul's Valley-like area newspaper, too. So, shout out to those people. All right. So, Shanda Turner was born May 4th, 1977 mm-hmm. in Paul's Valley. She had been living with her boyfriend at the time. His name was Robbie Tucker. Okay. Okay. So Shanda at the time was 23 years old. She was working in a law office as a legal assistant. Just, you know, as most of our victims that we talk about just really has it together, um just really trying to make a life for herself, all this. So at around Midnight, a call comes in from Robbie that says, um, my, I just found my girlfriend dead on the back porch. mm mm mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
0: Right. Well, police officers get there. And so after talking with them um, and just kind of initial investigation uh, it was ruled a suicide
1: Mm -hmm.
0: all right Mm -hmm. so she had been shot with a single gunshot wound to the chest Mm -hmm. all right well when those first responders first got there first arrived they initially started investing in it, investigating it as a homicide.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, this, this lady's obviously looks like she's been shot by someone. But, like I said, it was then ruled a suicide. Well, Shanda's parents, uh, Donna and Joe Turner, were having nothing of that. They were like, no. Nope. Why are you ruling it a suicide?
1: Mhm.
0: And they said that it was due to the fact that there was gunshot residue on her hand and bruising found on her hand. Yes. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. Why would why would there be bruising if she killed herself? Right. That's
0: that's the initial because resp- you're
1: not fighting against your own gun if you're killing yourself,
0: right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, but that they said that is the reason that they called it a suicide,
0: right? And then after discussions with Robbie and his father,
1: mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm.
0: So Donna and Joe thanking after. You know that she, after she's passed, that they're going to then go view their daughter's body at the examiner's office, the med- like the medical examiner's office. They were told, "Oh, oh no, she's already been taken taken to the funeral home," and they they were like, "No, why? Like, no, they didn't do
1: an autopsy,
0: right?" Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Once they arrived at the funeral home, they themselves took pictures of her body.
1: Good for them. Yes. They I knew- mean, you should never have to do that as, mm-hmm. a, as a parent who's just lost their child. Correct. But at least they had the wherewithal to be like, something is not fucking right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
1: we're going to have to take care of this ourselves because no one else obviously is.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Right. Yeah. So and I can't remember. Did I say that this was all in Paul's Valley?
1: You mentioned Paul's Valley newspaper, so okay. I assumed.
0: Sorry. Well, for everyone listening, this happened in Paul's Valley and I am not with it, apparently. So here we go. And let's get back on track. So after they took all the pictures, um, they again begged, begged for an autopsy to be done and were denied. They were denied an autopsy of their daughter, which I'm – the only thing I can think of is that because she was at the time 23 years old and no longer like a minor or in their, you know, um, like no longer like they were her caretaker. I don't know, but they were –
1: I mean, they can decline to do an autopsy, but if – It really sounds like to me that the medical examiner really didn't make any sort of confirmation on the cause of death. They just went with whatever the investigators said. And that's, that's ex- kind of bass-ackwards that to is, how that, it's supposed to be.
0: That is exactly right. That is exactly what happened. Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: Right? Well, knowing in their minds and in their hearts that they at some point would have to have her exhumed. Mm-hmm. They then, when she was buried, had her sealed, had her cacti- cact- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. casket sealed um, at burial. Mm-hmm. So like the full cement, Um, I don't even, I guess it's just sealed. Yeah. Cement seal around it. So they then start you know, kind of asking around, like, what had happened that day. They found out that earlier on that day, Shanda and Robbie had been hanging out at the lake with friends Heather and Andy Akins, or Akins, A-K-I-N-S. At some point, Andy fought verbally with both Shanda and Robbie, and he left. Well, he left Heather there with them. So Heather went home with Shanda. Like, just come back with me. Once back at Shanda and Robbie's house, Heather would say in her statement that Shanda was happy and smiling. Like, just her normal self wasn't acting strange or anything. She said that Robbie Tucker um, went straight to bed early. And... That he then woke up in the middle of the night and found Shanda slumped over on the back porch. Robbie goes on to say after he found her on the back porch, he carried her out to the yard after he realized she was dead. Why? Yeah, exactly. Okay, it gets even better. He then left left her lying in the yard, didn't call the police, didn't call 911. Instead, he got in his car and drove half a mile down the road to his father's house. hmm Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's what you do.
1: At this point, was this Heather girl still at their house? Yep.
0: Yep. When asked about why he drove to his dad's house, he stated, is because he didn't have a phone. All right. This was 2000. There was not a phone in that house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be found. Right. Father and son then drive back to Shanda's home, and it would be an hour after Robbie discovered Shanda that the police would be called by Robbie's stepmother. All right. In the recorded call, you hear her say, I've called the ambulance, but they said I needed to call the police too. Dispatch then asks her if she can be out on the road to navigate them in to where they're located. And she said, I'm not there. My husband and stepson are there. All I know is that she's been shot.
1: I have so many questions. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. Go ahead.
1: Well, my first question is whose gun is it? Mm -hmm. And what kind of gun is it? Right. And then she's slumped on the back porch. So I assume she's sitting on the ground on the back porch or on a chair. So this back porch is steps, basically. Okay. So so she's sitting on the steps on the back porch. Yes. And he finds her allegedly slumped over on the back porch, shot in the chest, mm-hmm. and she's already dead. Correct. By the time he finds her, so he moves her body into the backyard, goes and gets his dad mm-hmm. to come help. Correct. And Heather is also in the house at this point in time. Yes. And no one heard gun a gun go off? Right. No one heard a gunshot. Correct. But there was a gun at the scene that they found. No, there was no gun found. Yeah, but it was a suicide. So how did we even get to suicide? That's... That's- Okay, just keep going, because you're going to answer all of my questions, but I need them all answered right Mm -hmm. now, because (laughs) this is the dumbest fucking thing that I've ever heard in my life. No, I know. it's
0: And for it to be happening just as recently as, well, now 23 years ago.
1: Yeah, but still, it's too, like... Yeah. I mean... Investigation,
0: investigating in itself has come a lot way since...
1: You're telling you know, me that you're you're considering something a suicide by gunshot and you don't have the fucking gun at the scene when you're telling me that it's a suicide by gunshot? Yes. Get fucked. Right. With that. Yeah. And that's what the parents said, obviously. Oh, but. yeah, they did.
0: Well, once the police arrive, they find a lot of blood all over the house. Not just on that back porch area. Mm-hmm. They also found it in the, like, I guess, little mudroom, laundry room Mm -hmm. adjacent to that back porch door, Mm -hmm. as well as all over the bedroom. They noticed that the sheets and bedding had been taken off the bed. There was blood on the mattress. They also had to wake up the friend Heather, who was still asleep when they got there, on the couch. So that's all that was ever said about Heather. So I'm either guessing this poor girl was completely
1: destroyed, yes, like completely, like shit-faced drunk,
0: yes, and and was just passed out, yeah,
1: or if
0: you know, I don't know. This is my just or drugged in speculation, some way or something. yeah, yeah, because they had to wait, phys- like physically, wake her up when they got there. So I'm like this And poor That's chick. with
1: like lights and ambulances yeah. and all kinds of shit going on, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was weird, but then again it could have been that just she was just passed out. Cause when you pass out Yeah, I mean sure. A lot could go on around you. hmm So let's fast forward to several months after Shanda has died. She's already been buried. An envelope was dropped off at Joe and Donna Turner's home anonymously. Inside was a full case file for the initial investigation the night of Shanda's death, as well as crime scene photos.
1: Uh, I'm yes. obsessed with this turn of events. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. They immediately called an attorney. Like, they did all the steps correctly. I
1: am so proud of these people. Same. Because they should be lost in their grief mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. And instead, they are full-on crusading. Yes. They're taking steps yeah. to do what needs to be done. hmm Wow. And whoever dropped a case file off at their doorstep is uh, the real MVP. Right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. I'm obsessed with this right now. This is not the case I thought it was. I'm obsessed with it.
0: I loved it too. So in those crime scene photos that they took the night of her death, there was blood on the curtains in the bedroom, all up the walls. It was everywhere. There was a pool of blood by that back room adjacent to the porch. And that one investigator believed that Shanda was murdered in the bedroom and carried to the back room. And then the door was open. She was left on the porch. Right. So another thing they find in this report, which just blows my mind. I don't know how big Paul's Valley is Do you. It's is it not that big? It's I don't know.
1: Big enough? I mean, it's not huge, but it's but it's a, not like
0: small town like we. No, can walk in. no. Okay. No. There's a um. It's a log. I guess they do it all investigations that's who's in and out of the yeah, crime
1: scene. You should be. Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah. There were multiple people in and out of the home shortly after the police arrived. And these people were not first responders. They were also family members of Robbie's. There was 21 people in and out of that home that night.
1: That weren't first responders or including first responders?
0: Yes, including. Okay. One of
1: those people was Robert Rennie
0: Jr., Robbie's stepfather, who was also a criminal defense attorney. I'm guessing this is where we got the suicide. Hey, this is obviously a suicide, fellas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's more on this little um, investigation case file? An EMT that was present at the time of, you know, the investigation
1: mm-hmm.
0: in his statement reported that one of the medics or that he overheard either David or Robbie said they couldn't remember, say she was sitting there talking after she was shot.
1: Whoa, I Not thought we just sh- found her on the back porch. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Hold on. Yep. Yes. Yes. Not that she was talking after she shot herself. Mm-hmm. She was talking after she was shot. Uh huh. Right. It's.
1: <sighs> okay. I'm having heart palpitations. As a parent, I'm having heart palpitations. Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine how much, because these people, her parents were local to Paul's Valley, correct? Yes. So they probably knew all the same people. Mm -hmm. And I cannot imagine being those parents and having, first of all, having someone tell me that my daughter killed herself on her back porch. Mm -hmm. And then telling me there's no autopsy. The gun wasn't found next to her. Right. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And then to find out that there were players extraneous to the investigation coming into the crime scene and dictating terms into the crime scene, Mm -hmm. that's horrifying. Yeah. Horrifying.
0: Right. Like, all the things that you're not supposed to do
1: in a crime scene... Happened. Happened. Within an hour of them starting an investigation. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yes. It was awful. Well... Also, in these um, pictures of the crime scene, there were cleaning supplies in the bedroom. Obviously. Which, when I, when they said that, I was like, okay, let's also weigh it from, at any given time in my home, there's going to be cleaning supplies in a room. Yeah, because you're a lunatic. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I like a clean house. Okay. um, So... Whether or not that was used, let's just be honest, more than likely it was. I don't know if they, I don't know. It didn't It didn't come up much more than that.
1: If sheets were already off the bed by the time investigators got there and stuff like that, an effort to clean a crime scene had taken place. Well, here, so here's the other thing.
0: When Heather stated that Robbie went to bed early, mm-hmm. Robbie himself even stated, I went to bed early. They said, You went to bed on that? And exactly. he was like, Well, yeah. Like, he was totally like, Yeah, I went to bed on the mattress.
1: On a gross bloodstained mattress? Mm-hmm. N- no, the fuck, you didn't. Yeah. So you're an adult. Uh-huh. Stop it.
0: Yeah. Nine years after her death, the DA would order an autopsy on Shanda.
1: Nine years. Nine
0: years
1: these parents had to fight for nine years yes yes how okay how long after her death until someone dropped off the case file do we know it just said several months okay so, so it was like pretty soon after yes so not someone nine years later
0: someone connected to that in the investigation was like knew it was this s- is not right fucked. yeah we got to get this to they obviously saw that the parents were like, we're not letting this go. You're not going to do this to us. Because they were super close family. And they're like, no. <laughs> um, they had even stated that, you know, Robbie had times that he seemed pretty abusive and kind of just an abusive person, right? So they were just like, you can't tell us that she yeah, just decided they just didn't to buy it no, they not didn't at buy all buy it at all not at all from the
1: gate they mm-hmm. didn't buy
0: it, yeah, not at all. nine years, as happy as the Turners were, they finally got someone to listen. They also had to face the fact that um an exhumation was happening, yeah, that's rough, yeah, and Joe. Was like, I'm going to be there. Joe mm. went out there for the exhumation of his daughter. Mm. I know. He was like, I have to see it. I think he was so
1: scared that, that they were going to fuck it up. Well, I would also be like, at what point would these people stop to cover up this crime? Mm-hmm. Did they put a different body in her casket? Right. Are we going to go out there and not find her body? Right. You know? Yeah. And find out she got buried or incinerated somewhere yeah. else, you yes. know? Yes.
0: Yeah. So he was like, I'm I'm supervising this. I'm making sure that how my daughter is handled is respectful and everything goes by the book. Like he was not
1: I love these people. Uh, no, these seriously. These people are everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Wow. It was crazy.
0: The autopsy would be conducted by two doctors. One of them was a Dr. Colley Trent. So kind of, let's go down a little rabbit hole, like side dirt road here. Dr. Colley Trent was one of the Oklahoma medical examiners that came in and I think it was, well, 2009, 2010, not long after What's-Her-Pickle Fucked everything up. up oh, yeah. Joyce Gilchrist. Yes. Yeah. So
1: he was one of the people that came in as like a... To help try to resurrect the medical examiner system here in Oklahoma. Yes. Yeah.
0: Try and get it on on par.
1: Well, during their investigation
0: into her cause of death, they would come to the conclusion that Shanda had more than likely not died by suicide. And then it was, you know, I can't say, well, whatever. Before Dr. Trent could change her cause of death to homicide, because mm-hmm. he was pretty sure, he was like, this looks, this is very. Um, super suspicious, right? Yeah. He was fired from the Oklahoma Mani- Medical Examiner's Office. If you go on, like, this could have been a whole nother path we could have went down. Like, we could have made this one into a two-parter. Because during that time, and I remember vaguely this happening. There
1: were a lot of issues with the Oklahoma Medical Examiner's Office during yes. that time. Yep.
0: There was a whole whistleblower suit filed by Trent mm-hmm. because he had come forward and said, this is fucked up. This, yeah. Something
1: is not right going on here. And he was fired. Just as, like, a... Very high overview. During that time, Oklahoma medical examiners were called out for not having sufficient uh, cooling mm-hmm. boxes in the morgue. We had to get uh, standalone coolers mm-hmm. for them to put in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. I remember that. that you see in like mass casualty situations because our coolers were not up to par like the offices themselves were um not considered fit to perform autopsies and like shit like that. It yeah. was it was to the point where uh they were considering scrapping the medical examiner system in Oklahoma and bringing in like a third party uh independent to run everything. Yeah. So, it was
0: It was pretty messed up. It was a bad time. But unfortunately, Shanda's autopsy was kind of stopped by him like it ended when he left. The woman that came in and took over the offices after he was fired would end up leaving the cause of death as suicide, even though all of his reports said otherwise. Stated that a heavy truck was involved in her death. Mm Mm-hmm. And even ended up putting the wrong date of birth on her report. What? Yes. The fuck? Yes. And her parents were just like, you've got to be kidding me. You have got to be kidding. Like, they're like, another thing? Really?
1: At that point, I, as a parent, would have scraped together every dollar that I had and hired an independent forensic pathologist to perform an autopsy on that body have an independent report written, yeah, and see what I could do with that. Right. Because that medical examiner situation is an absolute dumpster fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, luckily for them,
1: it wasn't too long
0: after all of that went down, within like months, maybe even a year, that there would be a new sheriff in town. His name was Larry Rhodes. And he decided to reopen the investigation after numerous mistakes were found in the investigation, right? So in November of 2011, Sheriff Rhodes was able to get her cause of death changed to unexplained. All right? They would together, like Rhodes and the Turners, would just try to continue to bring justice to Shanda, but just kept hitting dead ends. Like, what in the well, hell? Well, yeah,
1: it's hard to fight against 11 years of history when you're, when everyone before you screwed up so horrifically. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I know. Well,
0: let's now fast forward to December of 2016. 16 years after Shanda's death, a woman by the name of Holly Frazier would show up at a rural home south of Paul's Valley asking for help, stating she had been shot. Ask me. Ask me.
1: Was she dating Robbie at the time?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, the shooter's name? Robbie Tucker.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Holly was taken by ambulance to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries but had also been assaulted. So she had the gunshot injury as well as obvious signs of a physical altercation. Officers were able to track down Tucker at a relative's home where they also found the gun that was used in her shooting, in Holly's shooting. He had it with him. Weird. I know. Let's now just discover some fun facts about Robbie Tucker, shall we? Okay. This was not the first time he assaulted Holly Frazier. He was actually arrested in August of 2015 for domestic assault. This is this is what I got off of the OS, OSCN.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Then again in January of 2016, he was also charged ass- with assaulting an officer. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He was charged again in January 16th of Assault on Holly in 2015. He was uh, charged with assaulting an officer. Mm -hmm. And then it just goes on to, there's just like a laundry laundry list, like between 2015 and 2016 of a lot of arrests for public intoxication, Mm -hmm. possession, assault, like breaking
1: and entering That's so weird. It sounds like he may have been fighting some demons. Maybe a tad. Hmm. Maybe a tad. Hmm.
0: After, so this is before Holly was shot, after the January 16th assault on Holly, he was released on bond on the condition that he would enroll in a treatment at Van's house in Enid. So it's a, it's a. Reha- rehabilitation yeah. facility residential rehab yes yep from what i could see like all of 2016 up until august of 2016 he was in that rehab facility
1: mm-hmm.
0: after a few months he was out of the uh, rehabil- rehabilitation facility. This is when in December, so August to December, he had assaulted and shot Holly Frazier. After all of those months, what, eight months? Mm-hmm. Eight months in rehab, within August, September, October, November, four months, he's already assaulted and shot her again. It's mm-hmm. almost like
1: he should have been in jail this whole time. It's weird. It's weird. Mm -hmm. Because patterns are sometimes hard to see, but sometimes they're not.
0: Yeah. It's weird that a woman can, like, come to you black and blue, and
1: it's like, oh, but he can be rehabilitated. Mm, This guy can't. (laughs) I mean, at that point, if he's involved that heavily in domestic violence against at least two women, like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Well, at the bond
0: hearing for Tucker... Holly, uh, still black and blue, because he beat the shit out of her, stated that they were fighting. She said, I heard the pop, but at first I didn't know how I had been shot. We had fights, but I never thought he would actually shoot me. hmm At the trial... She would testify, he was still hitting me. He hit me in the face with a gun and it went off. I heard it go off and noticed I was bleeding. Okay. Well, all of this was happening in 2018, okay? His defense attorney, stepdad, Robert Rennie Jr., Right. Mm -hmm. Obviously. Mm -hmm. done. Keep it in the family. Yes. The same one that was at
1: the crime scene for Shanda's. Mm -hmm. Shanda's.
0: Yeah. While. Okay. So 2016, when all this happened, they had the bond hearing, right? Mm -hmm. 2018 is when the trial started. Between 2016 and 2018, he was arrested numerous times. I thought if you're out on bond
1: like that, you... It's all... It is literally all up to the judge. Jesus. Well... Yeah. So... And I think we already know that he has family connections with someone that's making shit happen. You know what I mean?
0: Anyways. So, they go to trial. 2018. He pleads guilty. To to assaulting and shooting Holly. What did they charge him with, though? Domestic assault? Uh-huh. Well, no. He was charged with shooting with intent to kill and assault. Okay. Yeah. He was sentenced to 10
1: years. Yeah, but that, I mean, yeah, that doesn't so, mean anything. Sentenced for four.
0: shooting and uh, five years for assault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a year later, he tried to ask the judge to release him early after telling him that he had gone through a lot of personal growth and is a changed man
1: after one year. Sir, you've already shot two women. I mean, allegedly.
0: Allegedly one of them. Uh
1: But... Okay, so here's here's the here's the question that I have. Yes. Were there any bullets recovered from Shanda's body? No. At all. No. <sighs> There's gotta be a bullet somewhere. Uh-huh. To compare to that gun. Uh-huh. To a gun. Right. Any gun. There was no gun ever found. Well, yeah, but obviously he still had one in 2016, right? Or it was a new one. Maybe, yeah. yeah. But, like, oh, come on. I'm so disappointed. I am grossly disappointed in this. Right. Well, the judge, however, was
0: not buying it. Mm-mm. So I want to quote what the judge said. For whatever reason, so if this happened in the Murdoch case It. Uh, tons of we've tons of times in these big murder cases these judges just make the most amazing statements mm-hmm. to these obviously guilty um men women whoever and for whatever reason that's my favorite part of a trial that is televised whatever is that judge's statement at the very end mm-hmm. um like his condemnation of the yes. accused yeah it's just so good. The Murdoch one, if you guys haven't watched it, watch the judge's um, statement at at sentencing. It was amazing. Um, just props to him because it oh, so good. Well, okay, let's go back to let's go back to our current story. We're doing this. Judge states, "You've been telling us you've changed in prison. I don't believe you." One thing I do. One thing I do is look at the past to predict the future. Mm-hmm. There have there are a lot of cases here. This just didn't start in 2016. You started your bad behavior as early as 1997. Okay, you've got a long history of being a criminal. Yeah, and with that, he's um, denied for release. Good. Yes. As far as I know, as of 2019, um, Donna and Joe Turner, as well as this um, sheriff, Rhodes are trying to trying to get Tucker, you know, either get him to admit that he shot her, which is not going to happen. No, um, Or, you know. Try to bring some conclusion to this obvious murder of Shanda. Yeah, more than likely at the hands of Robbie. Um, she was not known to have any enemies. You know, there's nothing that uh, that points to anybody trying to get revenge on her in any way. So,
1: to me, it's just absolutely asinine that anyone would have ruled that a suicide without a gun present near the body right and it's it's one thing for a loved one to move a gun and say we didn't want people to think it was a suicide you know Mm -hmm. we're we don't want this person remembered as killing themselves or whatever right it's quite another when there are two other adults in the house and one of them says i found this body on the back porch Mm -hmm. She's killed herself. Mm -hmm. Where's the gun? Yeah. Where's the gun? Right. And also, there's a lot of blood in other rooms of this house. But I found her on this back porch. Right. None of it makes sense. Mm -hmm. They screwed the pooch from the beginning on this investigation. And now it's highly unlikely that this will ever get resolved because we know a narcissist will never tell on themselves. Correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. It's awful. I mean, um,
0: he's still, you know, in, as far as I know, still serving his time. Uh, Unfortunately, Shanda's murder is still an open case. um, That hopefully, I don't know. Hopefully Donna and Joe will keep, but you know, just fighting for their
1: daughter's murderer to be charged. Um somebody knows something. Yeah. Somebody from his inner circle knows something, but most likely it's his parents and yeah. they're not gonna sell him out. He's right. been doing shit it seems like since he was a teenager basically. And yeah. They haven't. Yeah. And ever obvious, held him accountable.
0: Obviously, his stepdad is very well-to-do in some sense, mm-hmm. to be able to get him out of all of Connected these. Connected in some way. So Yeah, get him out of all of these. I mean, it's a laundry list of criminal
1: activity that he did. Um And he never served time until this correct. incident with assault. and intent Yeah. To- so this was the second
0: time he assaulted Holly, um, and they were like, "You're either going to jail." And he was like, "No, no, no! I'll, I'll get, I'll get help! I'll get help!" Right? So we and went to rehab and immediately so within months, yeah, was beating her. Yeah, she would go on at his trial to be like, "I, I don't want him to serve time," <sighs> and blah blah blah. I'm just like, "Oh,
1: come sweetie, on, girl! No, no! Like he can he, finally
0: not be around you to hurt you. You're lucky
1: he didn't kill you too. Yeah, yeah." I mean, come on.
0: Yeah. So, it was just a very interesting case, and when I when I saw the part about them getting that case file anonymously,
1: it was like, mm, I got to do this one.
0: Yeah, I love that.
1: I love that. That person's the real MVP. Yeah. Whoever dropped off a copy of the case file, you're the real MVP. Right.
0: Yeah. And hopefully, at some point, it will. You know be solved i mean there's got to be something
1: in there that can help them yeah there's got to be
0: and just the fact that he's you know he has a history of violence against women as far as anyone knows shanda was not suicidal at the time Mm -hmm. like just the whole crime scene itself was an obvious Mm non-suicide um i don't know yeah it's a weird one for sure that's a really good one shy thanks shan you did a good job thanks shan I hope it gets solved. Me too. And all the love and thoughts and good vibes to um, the Turners. And I hope they can keep this one going.
1: Yes, please. Please yeah. keep it going. Yeah.
0: Oof. Anyways.
1: Lord. Good job, Shy. Thanks, Shan.
0: If you've enjoyed this episode or you're just really optimistic that we'll only get better from here... Like, subscribe, follow You're Doing Fine Oklahoma on your favorite
1: podcast app. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at You're Doing Fine OK Pod. That's you are underscore doing underscore underscore fine underscore OK underscore underscore pod. pod.